0: Welcome back. I'm George Abernathy, the proud president of Freight Waves. Welcome back to our Carrier Summit, day two, continuing to have wonderful content and exciting conversations and all matters of uh, carrier-related, interested dynamics. So right now, uh, we're gonna have the opportunity to spend the next few minutes with Dan Van Alstein. Dan's the president and COO of Ruan Transportation Management Systems. Dan, welcome.
1: Well, hello, George, and thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: It's great to have you. Um, I want to start off with just a little bit of background from you and also around Ruan. People like me think about Ruan primarily around dedicated, but there's a lot more going on at Ruan right now that I think is going to speak to this integrated supply chain that you and I are going to talk about. Tell us a little bit about Dan and a little bit about Ruan, if you would.
1: You bet. I have been in the industry for almost 40 years. In fact, May of next year it will be my 40th year in this exciting industry. I've been in a variety of roles in different companies. I spent a number of years with Schneider National in Green Bay, and I joined Ruan, um, in fact, uh, six years ago this week. really proud and excited to be a part of this great brand. Uh, Ruan started uh, during the Great Depression in 1932, and, and last month celebrated our 88th anniversary. A uh, very proud brand, a company that focuses on people, uh, focuses on community, and importantly focuses on safety. We grew up as a pro- primarily an asset-based provider, uh, first in leasing uh, and now in dedicated. Uh, but to your point, we're uh, expanded into a number of new uh, services and capabilities that uh, we're excited to bring to the marketplace.
0: So let's talk a little bit about that. And with the framework around COVID, um, let's talk about how the dedicated, your managed transportation, warehousing, the value-added warehousing, within the COVID environment, how has the ability to provide an integrated solution really been capable of serving your customers and their supply chains more effectively?
1: You know, during this time, this an unprecedented time, uh, everyone has had to uh, think differently. And so early on in early February, we created the Business Continuity Task Force. And the focus was to certainly focus on people uh, as well as making sure that we stayed very close to our customers. And so we focused on transparency, frequency, uh, creativity, and flexibility. Our portfolio allowed us to sit with customers in a very open way, look at uh, solutions to problems that many of us have never faced before. And so our ability to look at managed transportation as an alternative or perhaps putting in dedicated capacity uh, in a space that wasn't there before. uh, I think customers have come to really appreciate uh, what we're bringing to the table. And first, George, it really requires a mindset uh, that we come to Conversations and we face these problems with uh, not looking at how we've solved them in the past because, frankly, uh, history is not a great uh, friend as we think about dealing with so much uh, none of us have faced before.
0: I really think that's so key and critical that um, we've never dealt with in my career, which overlaps yours in in, in the time frame. We've never had this kind of challenge uh, confronting us, and so having that transparency and that ingenuity that you've described is is critically important. So how has Ruan been able to move so quickly and so nimbly to be able to bring those customers' needs uh, to the forefront?
1: You bet. I think uh, our portfolio, uh, almost 50% of our portfolio, comes from uh, consumables, food and beverage, medical supplies. Uh, The remaining uh, half – Focus on manufacturing uh, metals, uh, auto-related, and uh, obviously the the uh, latter we faced a great deal mm-hmm. of uncertainty, plant shutdowns, uh, etc. Uh, grocery, which is a part of our uh, food and beverage, uh, frankly we were it was off the charts, and so very quickly uh, we sat down with uh, our customers and said, for those customers that were shut down, we'll create uh, some economic. Uh, relief for them, and we would redirect those resources, people and trucks and trailers, uh, to those segments, those verticals that were very strong and robust. Uh, So we went through those early days of the pandemic uh, really looking at things differently. We wanted to provide employment and income for our driver, team members, Mm -hmm. uh, wanted to create some economic relief for those customers affected, and importantly, those customers that were facing surge in volumes, we wanted to make sure we had solutions for them. And we really did, uh, I think, uh, giving ourselves some good marks on uh, sitting down with the right folks, the right constituents, and making sure that everybody was on board and then quickly acting uh, to implement those ideas.
0: How did technology play that role for you to be able to shift towards those industries that you're servicing that needed to have the, um, the, the additional capacity versus those that were somewhat uh, more significantly impacted. So, how did technology play a role in that?
1: A great enabler, George. Uh, First, it started with some really creative people, I'm really proud of our IT team. Uh, We gave them the task in very short order to create visibility across all of our service uh, lines. And uh, within about two days, uh, some some sleepless nights, I'm quite sure, our IT folks came up with what we call our Ruan Freight Exchange. Frankly, not the terribly uh, creative in the sense of, of uh, some of the other technologies available, but I was really proud of the determination and innovation. And what we ended up doing then is created, uh, in effect, a, a portal for uh, all of our operations folks, regardless of what part of the company they were in, to either serve up uh, resources that were not going to be used in specific operations or Uh, serving up demand, volume that needed to be addressed. And so we use that tool uh, to this day. And I think it's really changed how we're looking at uh, executing on a quote-unquote normal basis. But that uh, ability to very quickly pivot to showing all of our resources, all of our demand, and then being able to solve it, um, it really was a, a, a huge impact on our ability to serve customers, our ability to keep driver team members Mm-hmm. Uh, fully employed and frankly generated some revenue for Ruan.
0: that the, the uh, that seems to be the the ultimate goal is to be able to as you described the drivers and the rest of your employee base but at the same time serve customers and drive revenue to Ruan. that that is the, you know the, that is the ultimate uh the ultimate goal which is wonderful so as you think as you talk about the evolution and some of the things that you you've had to do during the pandemic do you see long-term changes to the way that you'll be deploying resources, potentially um, either more or less deployment of folks uh, at a facility versus centrally located? Have you, have you thought through those things long-term and is it, has you this bet. given you new insights to where you're going with that?
1: You bet, that's a great question, George. And I think uh, certainly across uh, Ruan, but across our country, across many industries, Uh, things that were unthought of uh, said we couldn't do that, it's too hard or we would lose something too important. I think frankly, the the pandemic has challenged us, forced us uh, to look at things like working remotely. Um, So many of our team members uh, are on site with customers and so many of our team members are close, they have proximity to uh, those operations that they support. Uh, We were forced to work remotely And uh, I'm certain there are things that are falling through the cracks, uh, but I don't think big things. uh, Our ability to execute, our ability to ensure we're staying close to our team members. Uh, I do think that uh, across the country, I think folks are recognizing that we can work effectively in a different workspace uh, than in a centralized office. I think maybe there's some good and bad to come with that. I'm, I'm old school, I think, and I'll say this in a very complimentary way, George, I think you're old school, this idea of, of this is a people business, and the mm-hmm. relationships and the connectivity that individuals have with each other is something that uh, is just too important. Um, we've got to find a way to work remotely, work uh, in a socially distant fashion, but as well maintain those relationships, whether it's with uh, team members or it's with customers, Those are important uh, relationships. I think that uh, I I certainly would not want to see us forfeit to get the efficiencies of working remotely. I think uh, one other quick comment. I think another area is is safety. I think as an industry, we certainly have focused on safety, and I think we've defined safety in two large buckets of accidents and injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID I think has created a new safety now we have to as an industry find a way to protect our team members uh, from from this disease and so we have a whole number of new protocols uh, PPE and, and processes to clean out trucks etc that uh, there is a third dimension of safety now that I think is an industry we have to face and I think that might very well be more of a long-term thing than when uh, the COVID ends.
0: That that's exactly very timely. Uh, that's exactly where I was going to go next. Of what do you think those long-term impacts you've just described around safety, something that is, is a protocol that is in all likelihood going to continue, and could very well be beneficial for your customers, for you know the 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 folks that are working for UAN going forward. What else? What else do you see as you know, as you talk about the integration, and you do so much, so yeah. many things for customers. What do you see as the long-term impact that, that will, will potentially benefit those customers that Ruan is servicing?
1: Yeah, I think that, um, again, the pandemic has forced everyone to think differently. Uh, in that exploration, I think we found that there are different ways. And when I describe different, I mean more efficient, lower cost. Uh, that were somewhat taboo in the past the customer or perhaps ourselves we said well we can't do that because of fill in the blank um, whether that was uh, having a centralized billing or ha- having support on site uh, at a customer i think all of those things we have uh, challenged ourselves and maybe exercised some demons of the past uh, around thinking that we can in fact support an operation or we can in in fact, bring this creative idea to a customer, and they may think about it differently than they have in the past.
0: So, um, you have, and you manage a company that I would tend to look at as like an eight-cylinder automobile. You, you want them all firing at the, you know at, at their maximum capability to deliver your customer value and deliver value uh, to, to Ruan. So. As these, some of, some of them, as you described, really shut down and others of them were finally crazy, do a little market prognostication, if you would. How do you see the economy as it's moving forward? Are you seeing the rebound in, in certain of those areas? What are, what are you expecting over yeah. the, you know, the next six months, 12 months as we hopefully exit the pandemic?
1: Yeah, the, the honest answer to your question is I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but I'll give you I'll give you my opinion. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think as I mentioned earlier, I think the history is is unfortunately not a great place for us to look to learn uh, indices that we would have been able to look at in a broad economic downturn and kind of said, all right, we can make these predictions based on these indices. I just don't believe that what we're faced with here today. Um, is is as much an economic uh, downturn as as we're dealing with a health crisis. Mm-hmm. And what's what that and I, I think in a, maybe in a more micro level, the trucking uh, economy, I think, is quite strong. Uh, if you look at it, again, at the macro levels, you look at the unemployment rate, and if you were just to look at that, you would think this we were in terrible, terrible shape. Uh, the reality is that dependent on the vertical, dependent on the geography, dependent on the industry, Uh, There is a a strong and robust uh, economy in the trucking industry that uh, is playing out every day. You look at uh, some of the other uh, signals, uh, spot market pricing is on the rebound. Volumes are on the rebound. Uh, OEM manufacturers are now uh, producing at higher levels. And so um, I I think we're going to still deal with high unemployment, but I think it's going to be related to more service-based uh, food service, restaurants, uh, hotels, those kinds of things. I do think folks are going to travel less, but I do believe that from a trucking perspective, uh, meat and, and medicine and water uh, are all going to need to get to folks that's staying at, at, that are staying at home. I think uh, those uh, stores, those retailers that are in the do-it-yourself, Market, I think they're very strong, and I would continue to, or I would believe that they will continue to be strong. So um, I think manufacturing is going to take some time. That's probably six to eight, maybe 12 months out in terms of, of getting back to pre COVID levels. But I do think there are segments that are going to continue to be extremely strong.
0: Dan, I want to thank you very much. I wish we could keep going. Uh, I wish we had unlimited time because I generally think that the Freightways Carrier Summit folks have really been interested in what you've had to say. Thank you to Ruan. Thank you to you for all the services that you provided uh, during uh, the pandemic. And I look forward to our paths crossing in person sometime very soon.
1: I very much look forward to it. And congratulations on a great summit. Thank you for letting me participate.
0: Thanks, Dan. Be well.